Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio and People's Choice Award nominated podcast. <laughs> it never gets old. Well, at what point should we get rid of that? I think Are after you, you win. And oh, then we'll change it to that is manifestation. People's, People's Choice, Choice Award winning, winning podcast. podcast. Yeah. I like it. But I do think it makes us sound way legit on that, with that intro. For sure. Um, my, can I try and play a voicemail that my grandma left me? <gasps> oh, that's so Aww. sweet. About her trying to vote. Oh. Well, Becca, this is Mama, and I would vote for you if I could count the amount of bicycles or the road signs or whatever. <laughs> oh, I keep failing the test, so. Uh, maybe if you'd explain to me how I could vote for you, I'd sure do it. Love you. Bye, Bye-bye. It's true. That is tricky. So for some reason, oh, it asks to make sure you're not a robot. It and it takes asks... me three tries before they let <laughs> yeah. you through. That I is so, so cute. I could name the bicycle. That's so cute. Like storefront, is that a, is that a kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know. I know. I always am like, is that a, when it's like. Uh, pick the ones with cars in it. I'm yeah. like, is there? Is that a car? Does that count as a car? Yeah, does that count as yeah, a car? Yeah, if it's a piece of the car, it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that is, is so cute. And then it cute. starts over again. I'm like, well, I guess I missed a stoplight somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that is very sweet. What, is, what do you call her? Mamaw. Mamaw. Yeah. Is she in Louisiana? Yeah. Aww. Um, so, but anyways, it's it it was very overwhelming, the amount of people. Like, our Facebook group went off mm-hmm. for the voting. I also have a strategy for round two when we get <laughs> past this initial. Which we're going Which to. we're going to. When do you find out about that? I think, like, September 12th. 20 yeah, there's a little bit of a lull. I'm not quite sure in terms of when they announce the next round, but I do have a strategy that we have to do for the next round. Okay. I think we have to give some sort of incentives when people send us a screenshot so that they over the they have over the limit voting. Oh, we, we like, should send videos okay. back. So Ooh. we should dedicate like a three hour window where you and I sit together and we just as they send us screenshots of that they hit over the limit, we send them that videos so saying thank good, you. That's so good, Tanya. That is a great idea. Thank you. I was like, why did I not think of this Friday when the voting counted as double and it was the day that it ended? Mm. Honestly, though, I feel like everyone was doing their part, especially our listeners have really like stepped really it stepped up. up their game. And also, just like people that would randomly text me and be like, "I'm voting for you" or post about it, I was like, "This is so it." it it was very overwhelming to feel so like supported. You you took the subtle approach. I took the more aggressive approach. I was yeah. bombarding all my friends at the link saying, "Have you voted today? Have you voted today?" <laughs> Poor Sissy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was putting in work on she her was. computer every day. And yeah. there was one day where she forgot to vote. Thank you. There was one day where she forgot to vote, and I said, "Did you vote yesterday?" She was like. But I'll use an extra email yeah. address today to make up for it. So I have the details here. So the finalist voting window begins September 24th. So that's a week from today. Okay. And that runs through October 19th. That's a long time. Whoa, We're really going to. Of... I'm like up for the challenge. Weeks. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. So the whole thing, like, until there's a winner is people voted. Yeah. Like it's voted. It's I think voted. that's it. Yeah. People's Choice Award. I understand that. I understand that. But there are also people on a committee who are also people. Well, those people, they, they, uh, they know pick if they the, have the final say. No, they pick the nominees, but the people pick their choice. I see. 
Got it. And they are going to choose this po- yeah. this riveting <laughs> podcast. <laughs> There's no electoral college when it comes to people's choice awards. Correct. Right? It's a true democracy. It's a true democracy. Well, right? all of those people who want to vote are dying to hear about your date with Dean. So many questions about your date with Dean. You guys, the date was really good. <laughs> Mark. To be Fantastic. Yes, to okay. Why did y'all like Dean does not suck at dating, first of all. Dean is a humble bean. He fought the title of that podcast for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah, but now he's embraced it. Okay. He does not suck. So he's t- actually take us through, I want a minute by minute real time recap of this date. Okay. You can get a you can get a I'll give you a full recap, but I'm gonna like not spare you. I'm not going to give you every detail. That one's not a people's choice award (laughs) winning attitude. (laughs) Took the words right out of your mouth. Um, Okay, so he picked me up. What time? um, 6.30. Was he on time? We agreed. Yes, he was on time. What was he wearing? (sighs) I'm so bad at that stuff. I don't care. Like, I really... He probably did have, like, t-shirt cool. He just looked like cool all, Dean yeah. normally. Yeah, yeah, jeans, t-shirt. Dean is also known to show up in a camouflage jumper, though, so you never know Okay, Dean. no, it was pretty, like, normal. Okay. Normal, cute, cool. <laughs> camouflage overalls. Yeah, and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, no underpants. Uh, no. it look like he was wearing underpants? Uh, he never wears underpants. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so no underpants. Okay. Um, he opened the door for me, but he doesn't have doors to the car, so that was really sweet. I appreciated the sentiment. It's a Jeep, so he made, oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. it was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we went and we, like, the thing that's weird is I really thought I knew Dean. Like, I've known him for like a year now. Mm-hmm. So I really thought I knew him. And it turns out I really don't. Mm-hmm. Everything that I thought I knew of him, he's really not. He's fascinating. He really has so many layers and yeah. so many stories and so much life he's been through. Yeah. He's a fascinating guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Totally pleasantly surprised. And what's even weirder is I found myself thinking about him over the weekend. (laughs) Whoa. Easton just stepped back from the mic. Easton literally stepped back physically. This is good news. This is exciting. It's annoying to me. Detail, detail, detail. So he picked you up. Oh, um, I keep forgetting the name of it. Somewhere in Santa Monica. Okay. And oh, they, Sonoma. Cute. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Is this Super the one they wouldn't cute. let you in? No. That was Elefante. Yeah, they wouldn't let you in. Yeah, I That's don't think so I great. like Elefante. Why? Why did they let you in? I don't know. They said that the bar was full, but Sierra, that works on the morning show, was saying that they're kind of like snooty there, and they, they like push people to the back, and if you're not like, Rachel was telling me that if you're not like dressed like super chic, they don't let you in. That's Whoa. so L.A. That's it's so, so LA. L.A. Yeah. I don't know if that was the reason. What were you wearing? I was wearing jeans and a t-shirt mm-hmm. because I thought we were going to the beach, so right. I wanted to wear tennis shoes. I didn't want to like wear heels. So that's or anything. not Elefante. Yeah, clearly. Push to the back. Yeah, push to the back. Annoying though, right? Now I'm like, I don't think I want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. That would have to be a night out, out if we if we went there because we'd be dressed chic. But, but now we don't even need to right. go there. Yeah. Deserve your presence. We'll go elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so we went, we had a glass of wine, talked, I think we were there for maybe like an hour plus or something. And then we went down to the concert on the which pier, we which were there too. Becca was at wow. and didn't see you at all. Yeah. I didn't know until I, we were leaving. Well, we, we like ended up meeting Betty who, but we ended up leaving late and then I saw y'all stories and I was like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah I wouldn't have wanted to crash the date. So I'm glad that. 
lines were not crossed. Like, <laughs> and he had a lot of friends there, too, that we didn't meet up with either. So it was just the two of us. Um, Taking you to a concert is a big test because you know the music of Betty Who, and therefore you were singing along at the top of your lungs to every song, and that's either endearing to a guy or could be a deterrent to a guy. Which it could have been either or. I don't really know. <laughs> still unsure. Still still unsure, yeah. Because I was singing at the top of my lungs, yeah. and it was really sweet because I don't think he knew any. I think he knew maybe one of the songs. Okay, but that is a fun show. Like, she it puts was, on a fun show it was whether super you know fun. the music or not. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, still unsure. TBD on that one. <laughs> He's like, I had a great time, but she sang really loud. Yeah. And, it was but worse. if he follows you, which he does, he knows that that's what you do at concerts. My wife that's sang true. on our first date in the car to a song that came on. She sang loudly and off key, and I found it absolutely endearing and adorable and really was finding myself falling very quickly. So... And I think Dean has a personality that he would th- find that endearing rather than be, like, deterred by it. Is that the word? Deterred? Deterred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TBD. Okay. So, anyways. How about this? How about we do we tease the rest of it and do this, <gasps> and then we'll find out if there was some okay. sort of a kiss at the end of the night. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, let's talk about bioclarity. Okay. Your skin looks great, as always. Thank you. Maybe it's the happiness. Maybe it's the happiness. That's the glow. Or maybe it's bioclarity. bioclarity. Um, BioClarity, which we have talked about multiple times, is an all-natural, clean skincare line. They have two different daily routines, one of them being the essentials routine, which is for normal or dry skin. Okay, yeah, with that one, there's three easy steps. Cleanse, restore, hydrate. It contains hydrating plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root, argon, olive, and shea, plus Floralux from chlorophyll. And then there's... um. There's everybody keeps asking us what Floralux is, and it's BioClarity's unique ingredient. Becca, do you want to tell us what it's for? Yes. So it is a clever form of chlorophyll, chlorophyll, which is the you know you always heard about that mm-hmm. being the key. Is that ingredient in plants or the key element in plants? Element. Let's go with element. How about component? Component. Oh, the good key word. Thank component you. Component in plants. Um, it's pr- it's proven for nourishing the skin, soothing away imperfections and blemishes. And has antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties that feed your skin from the outside in. Mm-hmm. So BioClarity is delivered straight to you and it is an easy to use three-step skincare routine that's 100% vegan plus gluten and cruelty free. Honestly, I am very into vegan products right now. Mm-hmm. Like super, I'm finding it yeah. way more important for me to support a product that is vegan. I think it just feels, there's something that feels really safe about it. Like anything that says vegan for me, like for yeah. someone who's. And not just safe, but also like environmentally friendly. I agree. So get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Go to bioclarity.com and our listeners will get their first month for 50% off a routine plus shipping is free and it comes with a 100% risk free money back guarantee. But you need to enter the code Becca. Becca. That's bioclarity.com and enter our code Becca. Okay. So you're at the concert, you're singing like crazy, and then then what happens? Then uh, we walk back to the car and he takes me home. And... Okay. Did you at any point did you hold hands in this evening? No. No, we did not. I tried to. Ooh. Uh, I didn't try to, but I I you think did the little brush knuckle? No, I think that I'm way more of an like affectionate person than he is. Mm-hmm. More physically. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what do you mean you tried to? 
Well, I think I brought it up. I think I said mm-hmm. something. And then we saw a couple that was like walking in front of us. And I said, how many dates do you think they've been on, huh? How many dates do you think they've been on? Because they were holding hands. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's got to be like four or five. So we stopped them and said, hey, what date are you guys? What date is this for you? They're like, second. I was like, oh, okay. So next time, next Dean. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you brought up holding hands. I love it. It's, it's like a meta date. It's like a date where you're commenting on the fact that you're on a date. It's kind of a weird thing, but kind of awesome. Yeah. It was actually funny. We ran into um, some friends of his at the concert on the pier. And they said, they said like, oh, what are you guys doing here? He's like, we're on a date. I was like. That we are. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This so is a, I love you didn't tell me this, but I love that you thought about him over the weekend. Like that's a big deal. It was weird. Did y'all text? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. But I mean, that's a thing too. It's also weird because we're we've been friends, so it's kind of just like friendly. All right. Okay. So, you so pull friendly up, right now. Pull up to your apartment mm-hmm. and he opens the door for me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Walks me to my door and we say. <laughs> Gives me a hug. Oh, yeah. Says goodnight. Yeah. <laughs> and then I came to work the next day. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> the crickets are so good. No kiss. No kiss. Why walk you to the door with no kiss? He's a gentleman. I guess. I still feel like that's the opportunity. That's the time. That's what you're both thinking, right? You were thinking it. You were thinking, is he going to kiss me? Yes, I was. Okay. <laughs> she acted like she was. <laughs> I had to take myself back to the moment and then, yeah. So he must have been thinking, am I going to kiss her? And maybe he just gauged the situation. Did you make it, um, did you open the opportunity for him to do that? Like, did I lean in with my no, mouth open? did you just stand there for a second? <laughs> what? Did you stand there for a second? You hugged him. Uh-huh. That's the time. I don't know. Okay. I never kissed a girl on a first date, ever. It was a policy of mine. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because I was, there was too many variables, too, ma- too much uncertainty. I thought I'd rather go err on the side of not doing it than do it and like have it blow up in my face. Right. I, Pun intended. I, yeah. Because I... yeah. if, if she agrees to a second date, then that would the be doors the open a little bit to do that. Have y'all talked? Well, he's going to be in Vegas. That's not, I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying you're going to. that whole weekend. Oh. How did you I've leave it. it with him? Is there any chance of a second date? I get, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. But he hasn't asked you out again. No. Okay. I asked him to come to church with me last night. And he said? Well, he didn't come with me, so there's that. <laughs> well, what did he say? Did he say, no, I'm not interested, or oh, I'm busy, or what? Did, how did he get out of it? Uh, it was like, um, can't say that I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but something like well, it's a. right there in okay. front of you. <laughs> She it's could true. never go back go and back. have exactly <laughs> word for word what he said. The ancient scrolls have been destroyed. There's no way of looking this up. Um, wait, why did it? you choose that? Why, why that? Why did you ask him to go to church? He said it you? doesn't jump out at me. It doesn't jump uh, out at me. Ouch. <laughs> well, I respect it. Um, because I had already had, I already made plans for my Saturday. So I kind of wanted to see him again. So that, I don't know, that was what I was doing on Sunday. So That's I just thought so I'd great. invite him. That's That's awesome. I thought so too. Yeah, and I don't like his response because if he wants to spend time with you, he should take any opportunity to do that. It's a little bit. His response is a little bit longer. I'm just oh, sparing wow. this. Wow. <laughs> but that's the gist of it. Okay. Yeah. Good. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. I wouldn't say it's like a. It's like 
100% certain, but it's definitely, like, exciting that it could lead to a second date or something more. <laughs> Becca's like... <laughs> Right? Well, I'm in favor. Absolutely. I, I know. want this. Yeah. I want a second date. Okay. I know. So we're like, we're, we're just waiting on Dean to, because you're not going to suggest a second date, right? You're going to wait for him. She just did, though. Well, That's yeah. the thing. And I asked you last week, you said you would not ask for a second date, and then you did. <laughs> she, she's a modern woman. She's a modern woman. <laughs> That's right. She goes back and forth about being a modern woman. Yeah. But- in this situation, she was a modern woman. Yeah. You don't want to read what he said, but did he have other plans or did he just not want to go? I feel like he just didn't really want to go. Mm. So it's not great. Did you have any other other things happen in the uh, dating world? Did We, we talked about... Um... Someone reached out to you that we had talked about on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My call. The call. Oh, yeah. my God. And do you know what's so messed up? I forgot to respond. Wow. I'm like, I She's finally so got distracted. to ask. So Dean. distracted Dean by goggles. Dean, baby. Mm-hmm. Dean Goggles. I know. Actually, I'm going to, after the podcast, I'm going to respond to him and make plans for say? next week. Something like, let's get a drink. We should get a drink there. Not at Elefante. Wait, who no. is this person? This is somebody that I went to college with. We and, talked about him. Yeah, okay. and we'd been exchanging like DMs, but nobody really like he was. I was c- trying to like open the door, and he wasn't really taking it. Mm. Um, so it took a while. I mean, it's been like weeks. Was he one of the responses to one of the thirst traps? No. Oh, never he thirst lives, trapped. He him. lives locally. He so lives locally. Never okay. thirst trapped him. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that that yeah that was exciting. Thanks for the reminder on that. Yeah, you're welcome. I was. It was a genuine question because I hadn't got an update either. So yeah. Okay. So after the podcast, I'm gonna reach out to my college guy and set drinks for next week. Okay. Well, then that will be a teaser for. But what's weird is that I I don't know him from college, so I don't I really have no idea what to expect. Like that's fun though. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you didn't know him then? I don't know him since college, so all I know is. But I I mean, it's been forever since we've been in college, so who knows what he's like now? Right. Um, so I have, I feel like I'm falling apart physically. I had a large canker sore a few weeks ago before I went to Nantucket. It lasted for like a solid two weeks. Normally I get like maybe three like per year, depending on if I'm stressed, whatever. Yeah. I have three more in my mouth right now. What is going on? I don't know. I think it's something about, I don't know what it could be. I eat healthy. I exercise. Uh-huh, yeah. I take all my vitamins. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but seriously, I am like, I, I think I have to change some things. I'm at that point now where I'm in pain because I have canker sores. And I'm like, I need to But I to wonder why them. you get them. It's like either low immunity. It said it could be low in like, vi- like, like vitamins. A, yeah, like uh, I'm low in iron. Like I got Whoa. my blood tested last year. That could be a reason. Um, or I have terminal illness of some sort, mm. which I haven't diagnosed on WebMD yet. Not Don't yet. go there. <laughs> yeah. Find it. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, 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 this morning, I, you would be proud of me for this. I got from Earth Bar a shot that's like, like a vitamin shot that's uh-huh. supposed to ha- like clear your brain what was it like, called it's like e3 it's called brain something oh yeah yeah brain i on. don't think it would hurt you to just incorporate one healthy thing a day so like whether it's a an orange to get some vitamin c or maybe it's just some vitamins on a daily basis or just that's... one healthy thing a day i think could do you some good <laughs> well i've increased my water intake 
So it's, you know, it's a small stepping stone, but that's that's where I'm at right now. I have no energy today. I haven't had Dr. Pepper yet. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's 11 a.m. and you haven't had Dr. Pepper no, yet. That's a great well, that's sign. that's normally like my version of coffee. Because you don't drink coffee. Well, I have coffee today, but it's terrible. Well, they say that it's, you know, even, it seems like these studies keep coming out that coffee is really good for you. Yeah, but next week it'll be, like, not great for me. I know. Well, sure. It's like red wine is good. Red That's wine's like bad. everyone's Mom. saying Dr. Pepper's so bad for me. You're just going to keep yet. waiting until that comes around? Until it comes back and says it's great <laughs> yeah, for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing the same thing with bologna. Yeah. Bologna. Ew. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Weirdly, though, I could do some things to a bologna oh, sandwich I, right absolutely. now. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's like a hot dog. Everyone's like, do you know what that's made of? I'm like, sure do. Yeah. Oh, tastes delicious. Care. Thank Absolutely you. Absolutely right. I'm with you on hot dogs. Thank you. Oh. Um, Wait, I'm laughing. You have not told me about a private investigator. Yeah, we're going to have to. Yes, I have not uh, because I'm trying to do it behind my friend's back. So it's a little tricky when I want to talk about it because I need to be a little cryptic if she listens to anything. So some of the... Um, details. facts and details might be a little mushy. Okay. But I wanted to talk about... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Give us what you can on that before we move on. Yeah, that's oh, okay. fascinating. Doing a, something with a private guest investigator for a friend is like juicy. <laughs> okay. Should we do our sounder? Oh, yeah. Paging Dr. Tilly and Dr. Rad. That is so exciting. It's so like, it gets exciting. me so pumped up. I'm so sad we didn't have it for the Dean update because that would have really put me in a storytelling mood. Um, but so a friend of mine um, thinks that her husband is cheating on her. And it's pretty, uh, I don't want to say it's like hard evidence that he is. There's some things going on on Instagram. Some and likes and stuff? Some likes, some emojis. Ooh. And she kind of made like a joke with me. Like, I feel like I should just like hire a private investigator. You know what I mean? And I kind of thought maybe she really wants that. I think she wants to know, but she said it in a joking way so that she didn't sound crazy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. I think it's something that she really wants to do. So I looked into it. <laughs> it costs $100 an hour. Wow. It is a $500 minimum, so five-hour minimum. Basically, if you give him the details of, like, where this person, like, if you kind of are, if you have the lay of the land, you could probably get what you need done in five hours. Or there are some tricky cases where he might have to, it would be a few-day project. Whoa. Depending on. If I'm a private investigator, I'm taking a few days. I'm going to be like, listen, I'm going to need some more time. Mm -hmm. But if you know exactly where you think it's, you know what I mean? Like if you give him the exact time, which Uh something could be happening, I don't know. It just. So are you going to do it? I'm thinking about it, but then I don't want to tell her. I just want to do it. Yeah, but then. I know. I'm really torn. (laughs) I've looked into it. I just haven't like pulled the trigger. Tanya is the most fascinating person. I mean, Dean aside. That I know. Like, it's always stuff like this. It's always advantage. Every day is a sitcom with Tanya. It is so hilarious. (laughs) Like, so casual looking into a private investigator. Like, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. I only talked to the lady. I didn't talk to the actual investigator himself. But you have to go through her before you go to him. I mean, you could let me do some digging, give me the details. Sometimes I feel like I'm a private investigator. I'm pretty quick on that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the address and the time. is a licensed PI, and I worked some cases for him. In the past. Oh my gosh. Because the license covers your immediate family. 
to allow that's for a family kind of business. That's a janky license, isn't it? It's a, it, no, that's how it works in California. Is that online? Did you get that online? No, he's, he's, a, <laughs> he's a sheriff's deputy. It's like a license with the state of California. So I, I followed a guy that uh, his wife thought uh, he was cheating on her. And uh, I followed him with a camera. And uh, he went to a hotel room with a lady that wasn't his wife. Wow. And you got pictures? Yeah. Easton's fascinating, too. Whoa. By the way, his dad is a bodybuilder. I've like seen, Like a yeah. world yeah. champion bodybuilder. I'm not offering my services to you, Tony, but I do, I do have experience. I know. I'm saying. like, maybe I could get you for $75. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let's negotiate let's prices here. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah. let's say that you hire this guy and he gets incontrovertible proof, and then you would go to your friend and present the proof and give her the pictures? And be like, hey, I know you were, think you were joking, but I took it upon myself. Kind of. I mean, I guess if you found something and you found out, if this were us, know. if this were you and oh, I, okay, okay, okay. So play this out. Okay, you come to me and you're like, I think I'm being cheated on. Ha ha ha! ha. Should <laughs> I hire an investigator? No, that's crazy. <laughs> so I find one. I find the evidence. I have the evidence. Would you rather me tell you I'm doing this before I do it, or once I get the evidence, then come to you and say you are being cheated on? I think because I joked about it and put the idea out there, whether I was actually joking or not, I'd I'd be fine if you did it and then told me after, after? you found. Yeah, I'd be fine either because way. Because then I was thinking of going to her and saying, I found somebody, should we do this together and like bring her in on it, or if it's better for me just to do it on my own? Oh, that's I know. a great question because I don't know. Mark's like... I'm torn on this too because I feel like she'd want to give the go-ahead on this. I know. Oh, totally feel like she'd want to give the go-ahead, but would she want to be involved in Maybe doing not, it? Because she might or just say, don't want- do that. Shut it down. In the best case scenario, he's not cheating. Well, yeah, that's the ideal situation, but, but you, what's your gut feeling? My gut feeling is it's... Opening a Pandora's box. Here's the, here's what I think the advice is. If this woman were to call us and say, hey, what should I do? We would tell her, you need to talk to your husband. You need to figure this out. The second you're hiring a private investigator to follow your husband, your yeah, marriage is over. Okay. It's over. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's, like, let's peel it back a layer and really yeah. get to the, go back to yeah, the maybe root of you the just straight up ask him. <laughs> Typically, people hire PIs when there's already a divorce in. Right. You know, happening, and they need to find out they were carrying on an affair or not oh, because that affects for legal legal yeah. documents. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what was happening with when, she, when I, the case I worked. She, has, she hasn't even like had the conversation where she asked him to his face, and yet she's all Tanya's hiring a PI <laughs> behind her back. I'm not saying don't do it because it's hilarious. I know, like I kind of want you to for the story. Great content. Great story we love for good our content. show. Not to be selfish. I know. It's so tough. It is tough. It, do I have too much time on my hands? <laughs> no, that's the weird thing. You have no, you, I feel like you don't have any time on your hands, so that why are true. you the one seeking out a PI? That is true. I just get so like, I don't know. So in a second, we have to get to Becca's topic today, because this is also very interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's fascinating. Okay. Um, but first, let's talk about FrameBridge. I love frame photos in my home. I'm trying I kind of am in the mood of like redecorating my apartment. Oh. And I the one thing that I want is like personal framed photos around my my apartment cuz I like being able to walk around and see like different parts of my life on display that I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. Would your sisters have any pictures of them or is this just all your stuff? 
I guess my sisters live with me. They can have they stuff do. if they yeah. want. That's what I was thinking. But it is your place. So that's why it's my place. Maybe they'll be featured in the photos with you. <laughs> with me. Yeah. Featured in the photos. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> um, but if they wanted to get their own photos, they could go to FrameBridge.com. Yeah, they make it really easy and affordable. Uh, you can. From anything from art prints, posters, to the travel photos sitting on your phone. All you have to do is go to framebridge.com and upload your photo, or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Yeah, so you can preview your item online in any of the frame styles. You choose your favorite, or you can get free recommendations from the designers that are on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, I, You know when you walk in and you see the photo of me holding little feet. Phoebe. That's Framebridge photo. It's so cute. And I know that y'all act like hanging a photo is just so easy, but they send you everything and it's just right there. Don't need a PI for that. Uh, <laughs> so get started today. Frame your photos or send the perfect gift for weddings, birthdays, and special events. Go to framebridge.com. Use promo code Becca. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Yeah. So just go to framebridge.com. Promo code Becca. One more time. Framebridge.com. Promo code Becca. Becca! And back to back while we have your attention. We are going to talk about Beta Brand. Yes, we have talked about Beta Brand before. So it's a crossover between professional clothing and comfortable clothing. Yes, because I like to be comfortable every day. I I can wear my workout clothes to work, but a lot of people don't have that. They have to wear dress pants. Well, these Beta Brand pants are the pants for you. Yeah, so I got a pair of the uh, dress pant yoga pants, and I got the straight leg cut, and I don't even have to wear professional work clothes wherever I go, but if there's a situation where I need to like be a little more dressed up, I can wear them and still feel like I'm in yoga pants. Right. But um, it's not just pants. They have dresses. They have tops. They even have stuff for guys. Also, in the pants, they have different like cuts and styles. So they have boot cut, straight leg, crop, leggings. And then they have different colors, black, navy, gray, khaki. So you have a lot of options. It's not just one and done. Mm-hmm. You can get a different, few different selections. Well, Becca, millions of women agree with you that these are the most comfortable pants that you'll ever wear to work. And if you guys go to uh, betabrand.com and use promo code Becca, you get 20% off of yours. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com. Use our code Becca and get 20% off your dress pants, yoga pants. Once again, betabrand.com, promo code Becca. So, Becca. Okay. You have something to discuss. There's been news in your personal life of a sort. Of a sort. Um, so, a lot of people have, you know, been talking about Robert has a new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And they recently just made it, like, very Instagram official with a beautiful sunset photo. They're, like, traveling. Beautiful photo. Beautiful photo. Yeah. And oh, the one at sunset? Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. And it's just their, like, silhouettes. But um, if you click on her on her page, you can see that she is a very stunningly beautiful girl with... Um, an amazing body. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it kind of brought up, someone mentioned, like, um, oh, like, I saw Robert's, like, official with his, you know, new girlfriend or whatever, and I was like, yeah, you know, so happy for him, whatever, and they're like, does it bother you that she's so hot? 
Oh, that's nice of this person. Yeah, and, screw but, that but, person. But You're so hot. Saying, too. You're no, hotter. No, no, no. But they were saying they were saying, oh, like, is that does that make you? It was some. They said it in a way that was like, that's a compliment to you. That like, it shows you like what his standards are or something. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I think right. they may have tried to go back on what they said. So right, they tried like to they, make it better. They blurted something out and they were like, blah, yeah. blah, Or they're blah. like, oh, does it bother you? She's so hot. I mean, like, that's a compliment to you. Right, right, right. Don't know how. Backpedal, um, backpedal, backpedal. But I, I was, it kind of brought up an interesting thing in my head because I think a lot of people, when you have an ex, you want them to date someone who's like trollish. <laughs> you know? Totally. You don't want to like click on their photo and be like, wow. Do you? She, or would it occur to you? Would it so be like, is that their thing? Am I? Do yeah, I fall into that category? Yeah, like is that the? T- am I the type of girl? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, and obviously, I this is all. I don't know her. I don't know anything about her. But I would assume because I know Robert that she's probably as beautiful as a person on the inside as she is on the outside. Totally. Because I don't think. I mean, he's traveled with hot bikini models for a long time now. And, you know, I think he goes for a little bit deeper than that. And for intellectual sure. as such as, as myself. yourself. <laughs> Sweet, kind, humble, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. So, but I thought it was an interesting thing because I think in our heads we're like, oh, if you if you were just having a conversation, you'd be like, oh, I, I want whoever they date next to be just horrendous mm-hmm. or like mean, like not a good Maybe person. mean, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Like, she's pretty, but she's not nice. Because you want them unhappy and missing you. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's what you want. But I also think there's a difference when you're the one who um, maybe chose to end things. You can be more mm. excited for them when they find someone who is great oh, in the Oh, 100%. Because right now, because you're the one that ended it, so you're looking at this but new girl. But if he ended it if, with me, oh, and you, you dated her after oof, me, oh, you oof. would be... Dark. Going dark. I'd be in my dark room yeah. listening to sad songs. Yeah. Podcast canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah. For Tanya, sure. you have it. <laughs> Scrubbing in with Tanya. Yeah. I, I, it's so true, though. And I think also yeah. where you are in life has a lot to do with it, too. Totally. I think, I think I'm in a good like, place and yeah. I'm happy. So it's easy to be. And I think with Robert, we had, you know, he, we still are very just like supportive of one another. Yeah. Throughout everything we have been. So I think it's easy Robert's to be like... Robert's the best. I know. We, we have to get him on here. I know. I would love to. I also was sending him the link to vote for us as well. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> he probably did. He's a, he's a podcast listener. For sure. He scrubs in. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just thought it was... I would like to hear people's like stories if this has happened to them and their reaction. Well, Tanya, if you break up with somebody... This has happened many a time. Yes, and you see who they're dating now. Yeah. What do you want to see there? Because I'm trying to put myself in that situation. Well, and I feel I'm like if always... they were dating some male model, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay. She likes male models. Listen. I'm right in that category, sure. <laughs> it's know? inspired me. I'm like, I want to eat healthier and work out and look like this girl. She is young, so she has an advantage in that sense. But yeah. I do also want to just make a quick PSA to all those people because I have gotten some messages from people being like, she's like super young and they're kind of like, Ew, why is Robert dating somebody that's so young? Uh-huh. I've dated way older guys than myself. Why does that matter? Like, I feel like we're just at this point where age doesn't matter. Like, lay off. She's clearly, what? Well, it also falls into the stereotype that guys are pervs and they just want to date 19-year-olds their whole life. But lives. that's not the case. You dated Becca, who's 29. Now she's 29. I'm just saying that I'm just saying that it falls into the, the stereotype. Oh, well, anyways, it you just know? perturbed me. 
But um, we've known plenty of guys in our world that date girls as young as possible. So it falls into the category. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But I will say that I'm usually the one that gets dumped. So I feel like my reaction is a little bit different than Becca's because I just start like uh, going through. And this is like actually the worst thing that you could do. What do they have that I didn't have? Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, not yeah, necessarily yeah. Oh, yeah. not necessarily physically, but just more like I guess emotionally and Yeah, does he make him laugh more than I did? Yeah. That stuff. Yeah. Well, I think in my mind I'm thinking Robert's lifestyle was like he was very healthy. He loved eating healthy. He loved right. exercising. This and chick she probably likes quinoa. Loves that. Yeah, and and it seems like that's a very like huge focus in what she does is like her health healthy lifestyle. So in my mind I'm not, you know, I'm like it it makes sense to me. However, I do want to put it out there. It's not it's it's not all about looks and who you date or whatever, like just to clarify that. It's just the the topic is interesting to me because I think it could go either way based on who broke up with who, where you are in life, mm-hmm. and you know, how you feel about your ex. So she's not ugly. No. My my mind always went to so sad what does she what does she have that i don't yeah and that's so sad because just because i wasn't right for this person doesn't mean i'm not gonna be completely right for the man that i'm supposed to be with mm-hmm. just you because know what I mean? you're not right for someone doesn't mean you're not right totally oh <laughs> nice. Thank you. I, that was a good one i do have to say that i um i had like a kind of a little bit of a weird week like i had just like a weird day with work and I was feeling kind of low feeling a little bit like not good enough and um this has nothing to do with you Mark I see Mark giving me the look like I don't like like to hear that yeah it was a bad day because you've been on a great run for a long time now with the morning show yes it was not morning show related Okay, great um so I was getting I was just kind of like just down on myself and feeling like that and I went to actually I went to church last night and it was all about how we can keep going and keep going and keep going and we can burn ourselves out. And even in, in the my pursuit of, you know, a relationship or a husband or, you know, how that's kind of been like this thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can keep going and going, but you have to just have faith at the end of the day. Why are you like burning out on all this? You know what I mean? You have to have faith that it's all going to work out the way that God mm-hmm. wants it to. You know what I mean? And I was actually talking to Becca. I sent Becca this text over the weekend and I was just like so grateful for your friendship and for all the people that are in my life I really genuinely feel like I have this like amazing support system of people in my life like I don't I I couldn't build a better foundation Mm -hmm. of my of my life yeah so why am I always questioning who God has for me yeah he's put all the right people in my life at all the right moments Mm -hmm. so I think like yesterday last night it really everything kind of made me take a step back and like calm down a little bit yeah, I loved that you said that, that it, it really put things into perspective yeah. of being like, he's been pretty faithful with everyone in my life until this, like, at this point. Yeah. So why am he's I not going to stop now. Yeah. yeah. This is like that story of the guy who was like, uh, you know, drowning. He's in a boat and he's drowning or something and he's sinking and he says, I'm, God is going to help me out of this. And then the guy comes up in a rescue boat and says, hey, come on. He goes, no, 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 I'm not going with you. God is going to help me through this. And there's a guy in a... I don't know, hot air balloon. We're going to have, no, no, no. I don't want to ride. God's going to help uh-huh. me through this. And then the guy comes in a rescue plane. Come on, hop in. No, no, no. God's going to help me through this. And then he dies and he goes to heaven. He says, God, how come you didn't help me? And, the guy, and God says, I gave you a rescue boat. I gave you a hot <laughs> air balloon. I gave you a rescue plane. You know, that's what I'm saying. So if you say, God, why haven't I found the one yet? God's like, I gave you all of these wonderful people in your life. And that's how it's supposed to be. 
No. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to end up drowning first and then being like, what? No, I'm but not I can't. No, we, we need a better result than drowning. Yeah, I'll get. A, I'll get the boat one. How about I hop that's on the not boat? How God doesn't just give you uh, your dream man on your front step wrapped in a boat. Right. Totally. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty good analogy. I liked where it was going. Yeah. The result was a little suspect. <laughs> but speaking of, I did find, uh, I met a really sweet podcast listener at church, and I told her I'd give her a shout out. Oh. Amy. She lives in Baldwin Park. Hey, girl. Hey, Amy. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <gasps> oh. Okay. Yeah. Nicole Lappin is on the phone. So for those of you who don't know, she is a New York Times bestselling author. She's recognized as the only finance expert that doesn't require a dictionary to understand. Um, She lends her money-saving advice to different TV shows, print and radio outlets. Uh, Her first book was Rich Bitch. She followed that up with Boss Bitch in 2017. And um, honestly, this book, I, I I read Boss Bitch, and it really gives you such helpful tips like really practical things that you can use if you are like wanting to um, start your own business or things like that. I found it really like a lot of takeaways. This has been a passion of yours lately. And tell us why you wanted her to talk to her and why you're so excited to see her on the phone. Um, I feel like for me personally, I have so much passion in what I'm doing and in life, but in terms of um, actual hard uh, skills, and things like that. I'm not, I don't, I have no idea. I don't know about money. I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to ask for money. I don't know, like, even just kind of, am I making sense? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, pr- in the practical sense, I don't really know what I'm doing in life. Right. Yeah, same. Especially financially. Yeah. Yeah. This is not taught as much as it should be at a very young age. Yeah. This, at this all. is what should right. be taught in school mm-hmm. because this is the things that I'm struggling with the most right now. Practical things. Yeah, practical, practical things. Like, I remember being taught how to write a check, and that's about it. Yeah. Literally. And it, yeah. Like, the, and there's a lot, I have a lot of questions. Uh, investments and yes. uh, taxes and write offs. And real they estate. Never teach us that stuff. Real all estate. That stuff. Never yeah. teach you that stuff. So here she is. Okay. Yay, Nicole. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> We're so excited to have you on. Tanya's like about to jump out of her seat. She has so many questions for you today. So I hope you're ready. Well, I got you. I'm like, I'm actually super sad that you're not physically here in studio because I really could have a heyday. Wait, I want to be in studio. I'm in San Francisco right now, but I'll be in LA um, Wednesday. I want to come visit you guys. Yeah, oh. we need to have a time when you're in LA and you can be like a guest host on our show because I feel like there's going to be a lot of people who have a lot of our listeners who are going to have a lot of questions for you. Yeah. Okay, girl. I got you. I mean, the okay, well, one it. thing that I really want to, so first of all, for people that are listening, um, she has a lot in this book. You have like a lot of like small business spending hacks and then how to like raise money without knowing Mark Cuban. A lot of, I feel like really practical things that people who want to start their own business can really learn from, like just a lot of, um, like things that they can utilize in the book. But one thing I really want you to touch on is I think something that a lot of women struggle with, and that's asking for a raise. Oh, yeah. I know you go into detail, but is there maybe like two or three things that you can tell our listeners now um, about kind of how to have that conversation, how to go about doing it the best way? Oh, it is so crazy, ladies, how few of us ask for a raise. Have you ever, by the way, negotiated your own salary? I've tried. (laughs) 
I'm driving the keyword, not successfully. That's why you're here, Nicole. Yeah. I, listen, I mean, we all have this idea of like going in, breaking out into hives. I used to put like maxi pads under my armpits um, thinking about this idea, which I think we can all relate to. Uh-huh. 7% of women ask for raise. 70% of men ask for a raise. Like, this is, we got to get this together because we talk a lot about the wage gap, and the only way for us to close it is to ask for more. It is only our own damn fault. So, a couple of quick things to keep in mind. First of all, when you're going in and you already have a job, put together a presentation. You're probably already putting together decks and other things for other parts of your job. It drives me crazy when we go in and we wing it. Like, this is not a wing it kind of conversation. It is one of the most important conversations you're ever going to have. And your boss is probably not looking over your shoulder all the time. If she has her own job to do, obviously, she is not up to speed with like everything that you're doing to contribute to the company. So you want to make sure you're putting together a list, putting that all together, making like a beautiful presentation or something like that. Go to Kinko's, put it together, make it party. I mean, when people ask me for a raise, because I have employees who, by the way, like will read Boss Fitch or Rich Fitch and use my own tactics. <laughs> That's for amazing. Me, I love <laughs> Um, and they'll come in with, like, the whole presentation and the PowerPoint and all that jazz. It's really important because as an employer myself, if you're creating value for me and you're making me money, then, like, I want to hook you up. I want to give you more money. But also remember that your overall compensation package is not just your base salary. So keep in mind some of the other perks that could sometimes be more valuable than a bump in base salary. Money is awesome, but perhaps working from home one day a week would be just as valuable or even more valuable. Perhaps having transportation paid for or your cell phone paid for or some other perk could be valuable as an overall part of your compensation package. And a lot of times employers would rather give you something like that because it's a write-off in another way uh, where a bump in base salary might not be realistic. But you want to go in with a cash option, a perks option, and a hybrid of both. And then I want to actually touch on, because I got a lot of emails and messages from girls who um, talk about wanting to make a career change without taking a huge financial step backwards. And there was something that you wrote, there was a couple examples that you gave in the book, like Martha Stewart um, started when she was 30. Julia Child wrote her first cooking or cookbook, 40. Uh, Vera Wang designed her first dress at 40. And I think a lot of women sometimes think it's too late for them to, to have the career change that they want to and follow their passion. Um, what do you have a, a way that they can do this, like without t- taking that financial hit? I think a really great way is to start a side hustle and to figure out if you actually have a business going on. Um, we all have a business in us, right? What if I could make, you know, an artisanal cupcake shop or a, you know, an alpaca scarf? company, whatever (laughs) does it for you. Like, I'm not here to judge you. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to do something else that you're dreaming about or doodling about while you're at a job. I think a really important thing to do is to figure out, first of all, if that's a hobby or if that's a jobby. And a lot of times it's a hobby. So if you're thinking about starting a cupcake shop, you cook cupcakes every weekend for your friends. Uh, or you sell them even, and you're like, oh, my God, my 
cupcakes are delicious. I have amazing flavors. I have CBD oil flavor, whatever you come up with. Get it, girl. Um, That is not necessarily a business. When you take it from a place where you're, you know, baking for yourself, baking for your friends, and then all of a sudden you have to source flour. You all of a sudden then have to uh, do accounting. You have to do janitorial work. You have to turn this into a business. Sometimes it doesn't become fun. And I love testing out a side hustle because sometimes it's just as important to realize what you don't want to do as realizing what you do want to do. Because burning your corporate bra really tastefully, which actually I did, um, is not awesome because you're going out into the place where it's cool to be your own boss, but you're your own boss. And so you do have now a really cool boss, but uh, you're responsible for everything. And a lot of times that income is precarious. So I really recommend, even if it is later in life, like Vera, like JK Rowling, like all these bitches who started later on, um, it's really important to test out your idea. I think that is amazing advice because I think there's times where I I have an idea and I'm thinking like this is what I want to do like once I once I really figure out the details of it and financially like this is what I want to do and I feel like a lot of people do that and then they get into it and they've spent all this money and they realize it's not something that they want as a career it was just a, a good idea or seemed fun or seemed like a good hobby and like blurred the lines of like like you said, a hobby or jobby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And having a hobby is awesome. Um, but a job, like you have to make money from that job. <laughs> so there are a lot of times where it's like, you know, you can probably have girlfriends who do this too, where they want to start a business, but it's fully not a business in the end of the day. Even if you do start a business, you want to make sure you have the logistics of nine months at least of savings in the bank. You want to make sure your healthcare situation is in order. These are not like super sexy topics because entrepreneurialism is so sexy. It's like, (laughs) I want to mentally fly the G5 before I get off the ground. It's like, hold up, wait a minute. Like we actually have to talk about that. These not sexy things um, because being broke is not sexy at all. Um, And so you want to have your own back going into it. I feel like um, I really want to encourage people to actually truly read this book because there's so much that you cover, especially in terms of like if you do want to start your own business, like kind of the checklist of things that you should go through before doing it. And a lot like even for writing a book, like she kind of goes through the things that you really need to like think about, you know, practically. There's so many little things in this book that I think can help a lot of people that obviously you can't answer in a phone interview but it's there's so many practical things that I really really like encourage a lot of everybody listening to read this book yeah thank you you're welcome I was really impressed I really really was because I think that there's just like a lot of things that that you know um that we don't think about and you kind of put it all out there like an abcd format which is really easy to read and consume yeah thank you well yeah also a 12-step plan girl because the first Step to recovery is many you have a problem. And we all have problems. I have more issues than Vogue. But here's the thing. Like, as long as you know exactly what that is, you can tackle it. And, you know, we all want to make more money. We all want to uh, hopefully save more money. Uh, but a, a wish without a plan uh, is not going to help anybody. So uh, it's really important to have a plan and not just, thinking 
oh, what if I do this? What if I do that? Uh, it's actually about writing it down, uh, reverse engineering to figure out how to get the money to live the life you want. I agree. But I have one more question before before we let you go. Um, I think we all want a guy who is like great with money, but who also isn't cheap. And I think um, like I I feel like I'm almost too careless with my money. So I need someone who's a little more you frugal. Know, frugal, but not cheap. Like I don't like when people are I mean, smart is not the same as cheap. Right. Or cheap, whatever. Cheap is not the same as smart. So I was wondering, like, should should we be more generous is there is there a fault in generosity or fault in in being too frugal i mean sister, i've been on some dates with billionaires who are cheap af <laughs> like it's not about having money i get what you're saying i think that um you know the idea that you are savvy with your money um and having a partner that's savvy with their money is so, so important it drives me crazy that there are all these dating apps and whatever that you can filter for you know, height or location or whatever. Like, what is more important than having a guy who's like 5'11 or 6 feet versus having a dude who's like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt? Like, why aren't we filtering for that? I'm going to start my own dating app. (laughs) You should. That should be, yeah. I mean, financial infidelity is one of the leading causes of breakups and divorce. And a lot of couples do not talk about this. And so it, it drives me crazy. I'm at dinner with my girlfriends, which y'all are invited to, by the way. Oh, my God. And we will talk about there. everything before we talk about money. We'll talk about diarrhea. We'll talk about bikini waxes. Whatever. Like, hello. Um, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm like, so what does your baby daddy make? Or, like, what, what's in your bank account now? Or whatever. And it's crickets. And I'm like, girl, you just told me about your hoo-ha. Like, <laughs> yeah. why are we not having these conversations? Because it's the only way we're going to help each other. We talked about the race. We talked about trying to raise money and start a business. These are types of conversations that we should be having instead of burying our head in the sand. And especially about guys. Like, we talk plenty about guys. Uh We'll talk about everything until, like, the topic of money comes up. And that's where we can often get screwed. And, you know, I talk to really amazing, smart, powerful women who have that idea that they're going to let a dude take care of everything. Bad idea. Also, that they feel offended by prenups. Um, I've had this conversation recently regarding a lot of celebrity prenups, and I think it's badass. Um, I want to ask for a prenup because I am betting on myself. And I think that we need to flip our mentality around it to feel more empowered and say, no, I'm a boss this. I'm going to ask you for a prenup because I'm going to be making bank. And also, like, even if you go in without a prenup and you think this guy has got it together, like, you're sharing debt, too. So if, you, if there's debt you don't know about, like, you don't want to be responsible for that. If it's so it funny can. that you bring this up because we were just I was just talking about this, about Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin apparently didn't get a prenup. And everyone's saying that that is, like, absurd and, and insane. And how could they do that? And, and, and my opinion is that, like, why are you... See, and this is that goes back to the the reason I suck with money, but I I feel like when you plan a prenup, you're like like anticipating a divorce, and I don't want a divorce. So, like, why am I betting on a divorce happening? No, but I don't. I think you're. I don't think you're betting on a divorce. I think you're just saying you don't know what's going to happen. Like you you might know that how you are and how you feel about the the situation, and that you would never do anything in the marriage, but 
you don't know that person's brain or what they're going to do or how they're going to act in a certain situation. Well, which I, I hope know I did if I was marrying them. I right? know, but I'm just saying like people can change and flip and, and then you're stuck. Well, that sounds awful. I mean, it is. Well, it, it is. It's just, but it's unfortunately like reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you also don't really look at contracts until something goes wrong, right? I mean, you leave totally. you have a contract for this podcast or whatever. Like the podcast is kicking ass. You're never going to have to look at it until something happens. So, like, I have girlfriends who have had prenups, have burned them together right after, but it's there and it protects you. And you've worked really hard in your career. So, I think women go into this conversation thinking somehow they're getting screwed and sometimes somehow their worth isn't as valuable as their dudes. That is not the case. That is where we're messing up with this mentality. I think going on to a prenup also isn't just about money. Sometimes, I mean, there are celebrities, um, I think Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake, um, Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chen have uh, different clauses which are enforceable and can be debatable in different places that talk about quality time spent or cheating. So all of these stipulations are really important. Like you are just protecting yourself it's hilarious some of them are like if we don't have date night no one's awake or whatever that's billions of dollars i'm like yeah that's my my kind of way to make sure that i get my date night yikes wow all right well nicole thank you so much we really really appreciate you taking the time to scrub in today yeah thank you yeah it was awesome i can't wait to see you guys soon um and i'm launching my boss class coming up so i want to see you ladies there you're going to be my star students oh when is that that's coming out next month on my website because this is what happened a ton of boss bitches in the making have you know wanted to figure out how to take charge of their careers um and we become bosses in different aspects of our lives whether we're the boss of our family whether we're the boss of the business or an entrepreneur working for somebody else so yeah i decided to to put my professorial hat on um, and launch the boss class coming up next month. Awesome. Cool. Our, our listeners especially are going to be like so intrigued because a lot, I mean, oh. I think it's the, the age of yeah. creating and starting your own business. So mm-hmm. that's super important. Thank right you. Now. So yeah, it's NicoleLappin.com and we're going to have a community where you're going to be able to ask a lot of questions. We're going to have worksheets. We're going to get serious here. Yay. Well, I can't wait. I want to meet Yay. you someday. Yes, likewise. Um, ASAP, please. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds good. Thank you so much. Thanks, Nicole. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye. So how long do I wait before I DM her? Wow. Ask out or ask her out? Yeah. <laughs> for some ask coffee. Her out on the date. Yeah, yeah. She like, you meet somebody who's just born to do what they're doing. I know. Yeah. She, right? Yeah, like, she has She's got that. the energy and the passion. She's great. You know, my friend Britt, she always, if someone, if there's like something that, I don't know how to explain this. Like if someone's got something going on, it'll be like, she has it. You know, like, or he has it. Mm-hmm. Nicole she has, has it. it. She has it. Did you know that her books are available right now on Audible? Um, no, but can we talk about Audible? Both of her books are there. In fact, I can give you a little sample right here. All lie to ourselves about money at some point. There she is, right there on audible.com, because that's the best way to to experience a book. This would have been, uh, this would have helped me a lot because (laughs) (laughs) I brought my book into the sauna and it literally had like sweat, just like sweat all over the pages. Yeah, like even book sweat in the sauna. Yeah. Um, yeah, Audible is, would be an ideal like way for you to listen to 
a book. They have podcasts on there. Yeah, they have some exclusive podcasts that you can only get on Audible. It's really cool. Whoa. So um, Audible is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. They have the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, which lets you fill your summer with more stories like... Boss Bitch by Nicole Lappin. Yeah, they help you listen to more books by letting you switch seamlessly between devices so you can pick up exactly where you left off. That's really cool. That is really cool. Um, Whether it's on your phone, through your car, or at home on Amazon Echo, you can get through tons of books and it picks up no matter where you are. Where you left off. Audible members get a credit every month good for any audiobook in our store regardless of price and unused credits roll over to the next month. Plus, your books are yours to keep. So once you get them, you can go back and re-listen at any time, even if you cancel your membership. That's Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. So Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. So just go to audible.com slash Becca T and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. Yeah. It's really that easy. Just go to audible.com slash Becca T or text Becca T to 500-500 to get started today. So once again, audible.com slash Becca T. I just started Crazy Rich Asians. I know I'm behind <gasps> on that one. Oh. But my wife and I decided to read it together. Did and then we'll see go the see movie? the movie. No, oh. I haven't seen the movie yet. I always am interested if I like to read and then see a movie or see a movie and then read. I can't go the other way. Oh. I can't commit to, because reading a book takes me a long time. Well, you don't have to read. You can listen. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. But that also takes a long time. Yeah, that's true. What is it, 30 hours or something to get through some of these books? So I'm not going to commit to that if I've seen the movie because now I know how it's going to end. If I've read the book, I want to see the movie because I want to see how they interpreted it and if it matches what was in my brain. Got it. That makes sense. I I go the other way. I get that. I get that. But anyway, I've started Crazy Rich Asians, and my earlier review is there's a lot of characters in that book. (laughs) Wow. I'm a little confused. (laughs) Um, We have an email. Uh, she calls herself a rude accidental troll. She says, help, I made a major mistake on Instagram tonight, and I just knew Becca, Tanya, Mark, and Easton would have advice for me. I was looking through stories and came to the story of a local boutique. A pair of pants came up, and I sent this story to my BFF saying, those are literally just pajama pants. Instead of me sending the picture to my friend, though, I accidentally DM'd the boutique. I was mortified. My friend and husband think I'm all in a tizzy for nothing, but I can't help but feel like one of those rude internet trolls that just seeks people out to be ugly. What should I do? Should I just let it lie or should I apologize to the boutique? <laughs> Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I'm a huge fan of all four of you. I never miss a podcast. Well, thank you for that. Yes, thank you. Honestly, what you said wasn't that bad. Like, literally, they're just pajama pants, which is, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's bad. I've had people do this where they send me a story. I almost reply. You know how you always send me stories of certain people? It's my favorite thing to do. I almost sent back an eye roll emoji on the person's story. Yes. That would have been I know, not good. so I like have to I have to double check, but um, I think it's more awkward if you apologize because you didn't say anything that if you said something like those pants are so ugly, maybe that would be a time to apologize. But you saying that they just look like pajama pants isn't that? Oh, I mean, hundred percent. This is like if you farted in a studio. What? You just don't acknowledge. Just don't acknowledge it. You just do not acknowledge it. Even if you let out like a silent. That's what that was. I was wondering about that. (laughs) You just let it. You just let it lay there. You don't. You don't. don't Do nothing. You do nothing. You're mortified. You're mortified when you fart in a studio, but you just let it go. Yeah, you'll get over that. Yeah, your brother and your. 
boyfriend. No, your boyfriend and your friend are right. This is a perfect to see about nothing. Perfect yeah. opportunity to use the unsend feature, I think, on Instagram. Oh yeah, I wonder if you could unsend. Well, at this point, they've definitely <laughs> seen it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. maybe they haven't. Um, True. Also, a listener wrote in uh, saying that we should warn everybody that <laughs> when you unsend something, the push notification still shows up, even yeah. though it's it's not just in their message. So right. It's not perfect, and I don't know if this listener was burned by that or not. But I apologize if I led someone down the wrong path. So, like, if someone has their notifications on, they yeah, still, they see it. still get it. Got but even if it's you not can the hope that that person's really drunk and just thinks like that they saw it when they were drunk, and yeah. then they're like, "Oh, man, weird." Exactly. Uh, one more I wanted to mention. It was on Facebook, and I thought this was interesting. I'd like to get your thoughts on it. Alexa uh, posted because she's 27. She's married. They have a daughter, and her husband and her were not raised in church, but she has started going to church recently. In fact, when she was 20, so not that recently, when she was 20. She ended up not going as much now because her husband, they met her husband, they stopped going. She's really missing it. And she found a church she really wants to go to, but her husband doesn't want to go. Mm. I don't drive, so I can't go on my own. He'd have to drop me off and pick me up. Should I just go alone or make him go with me? It's a casual church. I can't imagine he'd have a bad time, but he thinks he shouldn't go to church if he doesn't really believe in God. This is what I think about church and faith and what you believe. I think that, whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Dragon wow. in the studio. <laughs> Wow. Like fire come out of your nose? Yeah, I don't know. That was a loud breath. <laughs> um, I think that if you feel a need and it's important to be in church and that's something that you really care about, I think that you should start, you should go on your own if it's what you really want to do. But I don't think you should force or make people do that they don't what they don't feel comfortable doing. However, I think if he were to experience it and it was casual and it wasn't like a threatening environment where he felt pressured or judged, mm-hmm. I think it could be something really great. However, you don't want to make him feel that way. Yeah. Like you don't want him to feel like he has to go. I think expressing to him that you would like him to join you at some point is a great thing to do. I think continuing to go on your own is amazing because it just shows him that it matters to you Uh and you're going to go with him or without him and come back full of love and light and just like let your, let your light and your energy be something that he wants to be like, Oh, she comes back always in such a great Mm -hmm. mood or, you know what I mean? And make him want to be a part of it. And I, I feel like don't put pressure because I feel like the more you pressure somebody into doing something, the more opposite they're going to go. I think ask him to go one time. I think you right. say, do me this favor. Mm-hmm. Let's go one time as a family. Because there's also a daughter to consider here. And my guess is that Alexa would like to raise her daughter in a church environment. Mm-hmm. Right. And if that's the case and that's important to her, then she's got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. He may go or he may not. There's a certain kind of evolution that a guy's brain has to go through. He's not going to start on fire if he walks into a church and he doesn't believe right. what they're, what they're well, selling. Well, yeah, yeah. That's fine. You could also sit through the whole thing and not have to believe a word of what they're saying. It's, just, it's something to do. It's with your family. It's enjoyable. There's nice music. Whatever it is, you can find a way to enjoy that on a Sunday morning. Right. So I think if you ask him to go one time, that's fair. And if he says, that was awful, I hated it, okay, fine. Uh, my daughter and I will figure it out from here mm-hmm. on in. But it's also very important to a woman, I think, and I mean to me to speak for women, I think it's important to women that family going to church together, uh-huh. the husband and the daughter together. I think that's yeah. important yeah. to her. And so I think since that's so important to her, he's going to want, he's going to realize that at some point and he's going to want to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Whether he believes it or oh, not, yeah. it doesn't matter. You go along to support your wife and what she believes in. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think that church, I think there's um, like the church is not for 
just believers. Like the church is essentially is for people who don't believe or who don't, you know, it's like and it's for supposed community. to be welcoming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's supposed yeah. to be and for yeah, for community. So I think and maybe there's something that he wants you to do and you could say like he's that you don't want to do and maybe there's that you compromise for each other or you um compromise seems like more of yeah, like I'm, say, I'm trying to think you it's not like tip but for marriage tat. is compromise in a lot of right. ways yeah so it's like you could say he he might want you to go to like a athletic event or something that you don't oh. want to go to yeah <laughs> you know like there's just some things that you you do for your partner because that's what they they it's important to them right so I my wife's I been agree. to a lot of iron man movies let me tell you <laughs> yeah <laughs> on yeah. opening night like <laughs> midnight showing. oh yes <laughs> So I, I agree with Mark's suggestion. Ask him to go one time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we should uh, say our thank yous. Yeah, wait, I have to my tampon. Wait. The, oh, my God. This email from Kellyanne's really funny. Oh, it is funny. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. You want me to do it? Yeah. Uh, my sister, listen, I love your po- podcast so much. We talk every episode about Becca, Tanya, Amy, Easton, Mark, the whole gang. When I first started listening, I joined the Facebook group. I love seeing all the conversations there. One day I asked my sister, I wonder what Amy looks like and what her life is like. You don't want to know what her life is like. But anyway, my sister, who does not watch Grey's Anatomy, I know she's crazy, says, oh, she's in the main picture on the Facebook group. So I go, and I look, and the person Alyssa thought was Amy was Arizona Robbins. (laughs) I could not control my laughter. (laughs) Anyway, we love you guys. We'd love to hear more about Amy and see a real picture. There is a picture somewhere on the Facebook group of the whole, of all of us. Yeah, I posted it one time. Yeah. Everyone was Maybe we'll pin that one after the uh, People's Choice Awards are over. Oh, that's... wait, Amy wasn't in it, but I posted a photo of Amy in the comments after that. Oh, okay. So that people could see her. Yeah. All right, um, we're going to Planet Hollywood for the iHeart, well, we're going to Vegas for the iHeart Radio Music Festival this weekend. That's right, baby. So if you want, you can come hang with us at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Um, you can visit the scene pool deck located on the sixth floor. Party all afternoon. Come test your surfing skills on the flow rider. The guys did that last year and it was hilarious. Whoa. Dean, Peter, Wells, Ben. I don't know if anyone. I think Peter, you know, being like just buff and fit. Just and like hot. <laughs> Greek <laughs> really god. thrived there. Yeah, just being the Greek god that he is. Um, you can visit Cafe Hollywood right down on the main casino floor. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. They're serving whatever you desire 24 hours a day. The Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino features all newly renovated rooms, massive suites with dazzling center strip views. Are we going to stay together? Do you want to? I mean, I would like to. Let's do it. You were like, I'm working all weekend. So I, I am. I don't know if I was even going to see you all But weekend. that's why we should stay together because then we get our time together. Get our time. Um, when you stay at Planet Hollywood, the celebrity lifestyle is yours for the living, and fame lies around every corner. Well, you can ex- <laughs> that burn experience the epicenter of A-list entertainment in Las Vegas when you visit the Zappos Theater in Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. I'm super excited. Yeah. I love iHeart Festival. That is going to be very fun. We'll ha- another thing we'll hear all about next week. That's true. Oh yeah, and. We still haven't had my period conversation. What is, what is, what, what, what? Yeah, what do we, what do, we've talked about. People don't like talking about it. It should be just something we can talk about freely oh, okay. without feeling uncomfortable. All right, next week. Period. Period. We talked about it already. <laughs> what did we talk about? You just explained that it bothers you, that it's not a conversation. It's such a taboo conversation, and it irks me. Well, if me. it's anything like our curtains conversation last week, it's going to be a big, big hit. I've never gotten more messages in my yeah, life. Yeah, there was a lot of comments <laughs> on the curtains. 
Thank you to BioClarity. Get your first month for 50% off a routine, plus shipping is free. That's BioClarity.com. Promo code? Becca! FrameBridge. Save an additional 15% off your first order at FrameBridge.com with promo code? Becca! Beta. You join in next time. Oh, that's I nice. See, I could see he wanted to. That's a nice invitation. Beta brand. Oh, they're the dress pant yoga pants. Get 20% off at betabrand.com and use our code... Becca. And Audible. You get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership when you go to audible.com slash Becca T. Or you can text Becca T to 500-500 to get started today. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Episode 51, by the way. The 50th episode was last oh, week. Did we didn't see, mention it. Wait, did y'all see the one-year episode, the um, collo- the video collage that uh, Crystal, or the Scrubbing In Twitter account put together? No. Are you kidding? I, I saw it. Too. I missed it. It's beautiful. Guys, it's really a work of art. Cute. All right, let's First go of all, right now. we need to like hire Crystal at some point. <laughs> yeah, yes, honestly. Yes, she, yes, I talk to Crystal every week. She's incredible. We you love guys, her. I met her. She came to volunteer for 9-11 Day. Yeah. She's amazing. She does incredible and she does, work. Yeah, she is incredible on Twitter. Yeah. I'm not she's literally her just doing it just media. for just because she's fun. a fan yeah. and she's like, I want to get involved. Okay. Are you watching? Oh. No. Well, oh, we'll wait. Let's call time of day. Yeah. Well, I love that video. I want to watch it. Let's watch it. Uh, time of death, 12.05. Sad. I get sad when it's over. Always. Always. But I really do have to change my tampon.